Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Moya Fox's radio channel or episodes. Um, I wanted to talk about uh, another kind of story called Black Legacy. And it's about um, a family that adopts, uh, a, a Caucasian family that adopts an African-American little girl and um, and little boy. And um, I hope you like it. And it's about the trials and tribulations over the next 40 or so, some years, almost 50 years. It will be 50 years in, um, two, in 2024. So I thought it'd be a good time to just get started at the beginning. A letter arrived at the house of 5138 Kingle Street, Northwest, Washington, D.C., zip code 20016. The happy happy Caucasian couple was expecting a child. It was October 3rd, 1973. The letter said, by the executive director of Family Child Services in Washington, D.C., said, I am happy to let you know that as a result of our study, your application to adopt a child through this agency has been approved. You've been told that we cannot know at this point just when the child for whom we feel you will be good parents will be available. But we shall hope with you that it will not be too far in the future. I hope that the executive director said, I hope that you completely feel free to raise any questions you may have in the area of our adoption practices. This will help us all. Sincerely yours, Executive Director, Mr. Tabin. When the little girl arrived in the year of 1973, she was so beautiful and precious. She was very tiny and very beautiful. She had great memories. I mean, I'm sorry. The parents created great memories. In January, she would she would make us she would have uh the parents would have hot cocoa and read stories of Dr. Seuss and other children's books to the new baby, their baby. They would curl up on the couch 
with a warm blanket and listen to ex- the exact listen to the stories of children's books like Bernstein Bears, Dr. Seuss, Blueberries for Sally, Blueberries for Sally, and Dr. Doolittle. In February, the mom would would have chocolates and teddy bears for her husband and her new daughter. Around for Valentine's Day. Oh, honey, I love her so much. I hope we can do a good job with her. We will, we will, the mother said. She's a precious child. Everything will go smoothly. All we have to do now is love her, and the rest will be foreseen. They hugged each other. When the baby was in the crib, the parents would dance in the living room to slow music. Hand dancing. And slow dancing. Combination of both. The couple was so happy with the child that they decided to adopt a baby boy in 1977. But they live now in a different place, not Kingle Street anymore, but 5 Baytree Lane. But they still kept up their dancing in the living room and their love for each other. In March, the whole family would break from the busy day of the school and work schedule and go on vacation. Their favorite vacation was a small Caribbean island called Martinique. The sand felt like satin. The sky was clear blue. 
the ocean waves were small and resilient. The nightclub was rocking and everyone was having a great time. Except for the bugs. There were big bugs there. Then my mother, then the lady introduced the daughter to swimming in the ocean. She had swam before in a pool now that she was about eight years old. But now she was swimming in the ocean in a contest. So a boat, so a boat took the eight-year-old daughter out, the African-American eight-year-old daughter out with other um, children out probably about, I don't know how far along, to far away but out into the ocean, and then they were supposed to swim back. And the girl won. Oh, mommy, look what I did. I did it, I did it. I swam in the ocean. You did a great job, my daughter. You did a great job. Hey, that's great, the father said, walking up to the um, side of the ocean, and the brother, too. But he was very small. The father gave the little girl a hug. You're a star. The little girl smiled and said, thank you. I love you both. The vacation was a success and a good time. There was lots of food. There was a buffet of eggs and toast and potatoes. It was very good. The club met at Martinique with a lot of fun. On the way back, on the way back to uh, Bethesda, Maryland. The little girl thought about her swimming career, swimming contest. Maybe I could win again, she thought to herself. Maybe I will be a good swimmer one day. She wasn't thinking about going to the Olympics, but if she had maybe thought about it in a different way instead of going instead of uh, becoming a writer, she may have trained for the Olympics. She was that good. But nobody, but the, but the mom and dad wanted to show their love to her and wanted her to be, do whatever she wanted to do. They didn't push her into the Olympics, but they just uh, trained, they just entered her into the sport of swimming like a sport, not to be, not to, um, win and achieve in the Olympics. But now thinking back, since this is me, the little girl, Moya, maybe if I had trained like I did for college, I could have been in the Olympics. But you know what? 
I'm going to be 50 soon. And there's something called the Senior Olympics. And maybe one day I can get back into the water again. We'll see. I'd rather do running, but running is so um, such a big sport for seniors. I'm not sure if I can do it. But my parents taught me I can do anything. And so did my friends and family as I got older. Now that 50 is approaching, I'm not a little girl anymore. And maybe this time I can achieve, you know, big success in sports. But I better start training now. Like I'm going to be training for the 2024 Olympics or something. Maybe it will be natural to me like it was when I was a little girl swimming. In April, my, uh, the, the Caucasian lady and her husband, my parents, would play, in the, would play in the rain together, and I would join them. I would have cute child rainbow, rain boots on and a nice raincoat, like Paddington the Bear. I had a lot of stuffed animals that I remember. The rain would fall down hard, but it felt nice to be with the family. In May was the father's birthday, and we would celebrate it with such success, with fudge. It was homemade, and a good home-cooked meal. The Caucasian mom was a good cook. Hopefully this is transcends like chocolate of water. I forget the author's name, but um, it's a dedication to his white mother and a Caucasian mother, and this is a dedication to my my Caucasian parents. It's not too late for me to be a star, but I just have to train and be healthy. Maybe I can go to the Senior Olympics. In swimming.
or maybe even running. I'm not sure. I don't want to have a heart attack <laughs> in the sprint. <laughs> I was a sprinter and a long-distance country runner. <laughs> but never know. Let's listen. In June, the family, the whole family, would go to North Carolina to the beach. The drive was long, but when we got there, it was worth it. July was such a fun time. The whole family would pack up a lunch or dinner and go to the fireworks on the Washington Mall in Washington, D.C., where they first found the little girl, me. Even though I was born in Prince George's County, I was transferred to Washington, D.C., which really means a lot to me. I'm not sure why that happened. I wonder if what my life would have been like if I had grown up in Prince George's County, Maryland. And I'm filled to overflowing, but there's always room for more. Water for Chocolate is the name of the book with another dedication to um, Caucasian parents. In August was my birthday. Lot of fun. Birthday parties like you've never seen. Outside in the backyard of Bethesda, Maryland, in Bay Tree Lane, 5 Bay Tree Lane. Balloons, presents, cake, candles, games, friends, family. I couldn't ask for more. Thanks for listening.